Matt. And I'm Casey. And this is Too Much Film School. Today we're going to be talking about the trailer for the independent film... I don't know that's indie. Today we're going to be talking about... It's the from the producers of Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine so I'm, I think we could I, rule out, you know, Universal Studios. I don't want... Indie is such a random term these days that you can have Tom Hanks in it and it's under $10 million and it, oh, it's a little indie feature. No. So... Today we're going to be talking about the trailer for the movie Safety Not Guaranteed. Which is, uh, I, I believe, the first movie based on a Craigslist ad. Right, but <laughs> I, at oh, one point I think that would have been groundbreaking, but after the terrible, terrible TV show of shit my dad said based off the Twitter <laughs> account, like I don't hold my breath for, hey, this is the first thing based off this, because they're probably going to miss the point. Yes. The trailer portrays this ad as if it was uh, in a newspaper ad, which first of all, I'm not... Entirely sure if newspapers have classified ads anymore. Or if newspapers still exist. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I saw this ad on Craigslist, and Craigslist seems like a sort of, you know, hippie San Francisco style, like, you know, internet startup. And yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that they wouldn't be like, oh, you made Little Miss Sunshine? Yes, you can say Craigslist in your movie. Like, it's weird that they, that they decided to make it a newspaper ad, even though it, I mean, I saw this, the, the, the original ad, which was the, you know, need partner for time travel, bring your own weapons uh, ad. I was looking for work, and I saw that ad, and I was like, how much do, do you get paid to time travel? Uh, you know, safety's not guaranteed in any line of work. So. Exactly. I actually would imagine, and I also know, yeah, Craigslist is started by a guy named Craig. Right. And uh, I think it could go the other way, and that they're like, hey, we'll give you uh, this much money for it. And he's like, well, no, just don't make us look this way or something. And maybe they wouldn't guarantee that. So he's like, don't, uh, your money, I don't want your money. That's true. I don't think Craig needs any money at this point. From interviews I've seen with him, he has avoided selling out many times. And right. large companies and people have said, hey, here's X amount of dollars. And he's been like, no, thanks. No. And so it's, it's weird. I mean, this movie does not seem like a sellout kind of movie. So... Um, yeah, I guess there, there there must have been a genuine disagreement over the portrayal of Craigslist, which is, I can't imagine what that backstory Maybe would be. they didn't want people to think it's all a bunch of crank jobs and whatever posting time travel ads. I, you know, I would for use all Craigslist. all the people that have not heard Craigslist <laughs> out there, this would be their first introduction. <laughs> it's a site for crazy people. If I thought Craigslist was, was just filled with time travel ads, I would use it more than I do That's now. true. Instead of so, massage girls and... Uh, <laughs> Judging from the trailer, it seems like they've decided, instead of focusing on the crazy guy who has the time machine, they're focusing on newspaper reporters sort of, like, trying to track down this story, like it's the Citizen Kane of Craigslist ads. Like, that's a weird framing device to me. Like, maybe this is even why they made it into a newspaper ad. Maybe there's some focus on the newspaper industry that I that I don't get from the trailer, that there there's a reporter and there's you know, newspaper interns, you know, chasing after this guy. Like, you'd think it would be a movie set in 2012. You'd, you'd think it would be a television crew or bloggers or something. Like, newspaper report seems like a weird yeah, choice. It looks like they're focusing on more of the relationship that I can see the girl coming in and she says, you can trust me. And obviously that's going to blow up. She's going to really fall for him. You see this in every movie where right. someone lies, ooh, I dare you to go out with that girl, and then he actually falls for her, and then she finds out about the bet, and then that's actually... So you're saying he's going to take off his glasses and let his hair out of a ponytail? Exactly. Who <laughs> come down the stairs in a red dress. <laughs> yeah. The newspaper reporter guy that we start off, him reading the ad, is from New Girl. He's Nick 
from New Girl, and that's a very funny show, and he can be really good in it. You like New Girl? Yes, I like New Girl. Actually, I would have been, I would have expected you to just shit all over New Girl. New Girl has actual funny writing, so as much as it is hipster or whatever yeah. disagreeable content, uh, they are making fun of a lot of those people, and... They're just funny rants. And this actor, Jake Johnson's character, Nick, gets into a lot of funny rants and things. So I think it brings together, if not an ensemble cast, an ensemble writing of the characters. So that even if one character's fallen flat, the other one, you know, there would be at least one per episode that has something funny going on. In this, with him <laughs> starting off reading that line, it came across really flat. He's reading the caption over the image, and it, I just don't believe him. I don't believe the line. And then there aren't a lot of jokes. Uh, I don't believe him reading the classified ad it, of safety not guaranteed time travel. You don't believe that he's reading it? I don't I understand. <laughs> don't believe him as a guy, a newspaper a writer who is reading it. It sounds forced. That's all I'm saying. He's not acting well <laughs> in the scene where you don't see him and he is just reading. Well, I'm saying he's supposed to be reading text. Right. And the only way to badly read text is if he was sounding as if he was portraying those words <laughs> like if he was acting well it's the only way you could read text badly like that doesn't that doesn't even make any sense like he's reading and he sounds like he's reading he sounds <laughs> like i sound when i've tried to act before which is oh i like doing things sarah <laughs> that's a bad reading people can't see me right now and yet they don't think I believe I like doing things or that your name is Sarah <laughs> there's a way to be convincing when you are talking I'm he is not doing it he is, he is a, his character is supposed to be reading text on a page and he sounds like he was reading something out loud for the first time he's also supposed to be pitching a story to his editor and I don't believe he is I see. That's, uh, I think that's quite a leap to make. Uh, it's just a flat note to get started on the trailer. Um, then we introduce the girl and the Indian kid, and they go to find... The magical pixie dream girl and the Indian kid who turns out not to be Abed from Community, despite what my first racist thought was. Right, way to go. Sure. <laughs> Skinny Indian guys are all the same. Uh, and you talked about the pixie dream girl cliche yeah. that this has, and originally I was thinking it would be perfect for Zoe Dachanel because <laughs> this would be her wheelhouse of yes. film, but she's too big and it would have gone straight into quirky comedy or more zany like New Girl, which, again, I like, but it's... Well, what they it's, were doing for this movie. And it's been done to death in yes. movies, so... It starts off a little flat, but once it gets going, the interaction between Aubrey Plaza and uh, Mark Duplessis looks genuine and kind of flirty. They don't have a lot of jokes crammed into that section, but at least I became interested in maybe how their relationship evolves. And then it tries to become serious, where there's actually FBI guys following him. And you but take... I don't know. I'm not sure if that turns out to be like they're, they're all sort of sucked into his mania. Like, that, that may not actually be a thing that's happening. They yeah. might still be imagining it. Oh, no, there were guys in suits asking uh, right, the reporter what's going on. they could be imagining on. that. Or they're it... imagining the people existing? Yeah, he's clearly crazy, and they... I didn't think... I didn't or, think it that way. Or there's something else, you know, like, there could be a B-plot... I'm just throwing out options. Like, there could be a B-plot that the newspaper is doing some actual important story, and the FBI is just talking to him, and he assumes they're talking about the time travel guy when they're actually talking about the senator that got murdered or something. That is quite a leap for <laughs> I am, I'm just saying. So, uh, back in the real world, gosh, <laughs> no. 
So, uh, what I read that as is that it's going to go more towards weight. Do you actually believe he can do this and kind of bring heart into it? It is from the makers of Little Miss Sunshine. And Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just rolled my eyes really strong. Right. And I realized you can't hear that. I, there's no sound when I rolled my eyes. But I rolled them really hard. Just so everybody knows. No, I don't think it will be genuine heart that I want to see and feel and emote or uh, believe that he can actually time travel up to the end. Uh, but it looks like they take a turn towards that midway through the trailer. Right. And they bring in the swelling music and everything. <laughs> and it's going to go like K-Pak's route where, hey, maybe he is an alien. Right. Well, that's the problem I have with this sort of story is you, the conclusion is either... Hey, it turns out he's not crazy. He has a time machine, or it's a he doesn't have a time machine, but it's about you know believing in you know magic. the magic of ourselves or something. And why do you have to be so cheated? Well, it's a childlike wonder. That's what he's bringing. <laughs> I'm just saying there, there's only two ways for this movie to end, and either it, and it's sort of a coin toss as to which one it'll be. And so the whole time you're just sort of waiting to find out, and it's. It's not really suspense, and I'm sure they'll have like lots of red herrings going in both directions. But it's in the end, it's so know. binary and so like one or the other that it's, I, I can't really get behind either because it's they are aware that it's binary and they're aware that everything they say is going to be is going to make us jump to one conclusion or another. And it's going to feel very manipulative, and I'm just. I don't know. It, it will be exhausting by the end of it, whether whatever the ending turns out to be. But it's one of those two. Yeah. Anytime I see a movie where there's two outcomes and they're trying to push me towards one, I'll be like, "All right, it's that one." And then they're like, "No, it's this one." Like, just make up your mind. Like, yeah. there's either on or off. You said there's only two possible endings. I could come up with some other ones. I don't think they're gonna be it. But he, he's crazy. He puts a gun to her and his heads, and that's <laughs> it. That's his form of time traveling. <laughs> you know, at the end they go to the launch pad and just. Kill everyone. <laughs> uh, and then we get another scene of them actually back in time. And that's how you time travel. That was the truth. <laughs> it would still be kind of a sim- an outcome like you talked about of it's true or he's telling the truth. That would be awesome if the people of the present think they are dead and they have actually traveled back to 1972 or whatever. I, would <laughs> I apologize. There are now three endings. Yeah, that's the only other one. <laughs> so uh, I don't think they're going to go that route from the kind of lens flary bloom that comes up when the music swells and right. then she says what is wrong with him and they're like he's crazy and she's starting to fall for him yeah what if he can't time travel yeah it's and of course uh, it's a little bit sexist that it's always a man who doubts and it's always the woman who first believes in the crazy person in any any uh, haunted house story like Amityville Horror for instance like the dad never believes that there's an actual haunting it's always the dad. In Men any- are rational. <laughs> Women are emotional, intuitive. But I was going to say, I mean, Mark Duplass' character is a man. Well, he's clearly the crazy person. I'm right. saying the, per- okay. the question is whether the crazy person is telling the truth or not. The men doubt it, the women believe it, and and I'm sure we're supposed to believe in the power of heart in the end, and, and the men will come around to her point of view, regardless of whether the time travel works or not. Right. And that, that will be the lesson at the end of the movie. Since and- I just learned that lesson from you, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to see the movie now. I sort of feel the same way, except uh, I like time travel movies. Okay. <laughs> I may end up seeing this anyways, because there is the one sort of twisty uh, fact that we found out after having watched the trailer. We looked at the IMDb page. Kristen Bell is listed first, and she is nowhere in the trailer. Ooh. So. Big reveal. That sort of implies to me that 
she is his... We, we, we learned that Mark Duplass... I don't know how to say his name. I apologize, uh, Mr. Duplass, if I'm saying it wrong. We learned that uh, he, he, there's something that he regrets in the past. Looking at the actors, he seems to have a, a great... Uh, there seems to be a big age difference between him and Kristen Bell. Um, although he, in real life, is only four years older than her. It seems to me that the regret is going to be some some relationship that he had with whoever Kristen Bell plays, and he's going back in time to fix that relationship, is what it seems like it's going to happen. It, the fact that the actress is younger than him implies that he does go back in time and and uh, sees that relationship then, and they'll have him, you know, they'll comb his hair differently to make him look like he's younger, and, you know, put him in a tighter shirt and stuff like that. Yeah, you, I'm just you throwing that out there. You think that he's going to go back to try and patch things up? Oh, she's not dead because of some kind of car accident or him trying to time travel her by shooting her in the head? Way to bring it down. <laughs> he seems so broken and full of regret that I was like, oh, she didn't leave him. She's clearly dead. Yeah. Wow. I went there. <laughs> I, that's one thing I felt the movie maybe the time machine, Maybe her time machine worked and she wound up in Nazi Germany and died in the Holocaust. There you go. If you really want. So, yeah. I'm the one bringing it down. Uh, that's actually highlighting one thing that didn't win me over about this trailer is there's not a lot of whimsy. They have lines like Aubrey Plaza saying, oh, if it were certain death, I wouldn't be here and putting the can up while they're flirting. Right. That was fun. But then he's like, you can't, uh, it's the time, the mission's about regret, no matter what you want to do. Don't say, leave your Star Wars figures in the packaging. They'll be worth hundreds more. That was supposed to be a funny line and it was okay. They yeah. needed a lot more solid jokes in the trailer to get me to watch this, and they didn't have them. Yeah, it's it does not seem like a jokey joke movie, but maybe a lot of the jokes are contextual. That uh, and uh, unlike a big studio movie, they understand that, and they're not going to try and shove a joke down your throat that isn't really going to play in a two minute trailer. So I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. All right, maybe I'll it's give a funnier movie than it is. Maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and watch it on DVD. <laughs> And I'll be won over because I have such low expectations for it. That's generally your plan for most movies. <laughs> I like to be surprised. <laughs> if I have, if I get excited, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I already think it's not going to be good. I can be surprised. Another reason, though, that I don't have a lot of hope for this is that it seems a little too precious or precocious with their interaction and him trying to be believable as someone that actually believes in the time travel instead of saying it's a joke. I always I saw that Craigslist once ad once it became a meme, and always figured it was just some humorous person putting out a very funny satire as a joke, and never thought that it was f for real. I'm not entirely sure of that because when you see the original ad, it's actually sort of uh, stricken with with spelling errors and, and grammatical mistakes. I I genuinely believe it is a crazy person. Okay, <laughs> I could be wrong about that, but. Uh, Someone who is funny enough to come up with that also would have the literary skills to, to write full sentences. <laughs> or they would have the wherewithal to say, you know, it'd be even funnier if I spelled it like a three-year-old. <laughs> I would be impressed with that person. Yeah, also, that, that actually, one last question about this that I don't know if we have any lawyers in the audience, but uh, this story is clearly based on a... Uh, literary work that was written. <laughs> People don't seem to understand how copyright works. Uh, when you write something in a fixed form, it is automatically copyrighted, whether you send it to the copyright office or not. And there's clear evidence that this was written in 2007 or whatever it by was by person. someone. Right. Uh, that person owns the copyright on that text. 
And I wonder uh, how that worked out in the making of this film. Yeah, they might have approached him and kicked him down a couple grand for the rights. Uh, I don't think they would hold out for six figures or anything <laughs> that high if they're just doing a, a Craigslist or, posting. Right. So uh, I think... That's interesting. For, I, yeah, I'd be interested to hear the story as well. Though that won't really win me over because of, like I said, the shit my dad says. Debacle, <laughs> right, of course. Or the, uh, what, Project X movie that was based off a... Was that actual, based on a real thing? Yeah, it was a party that a kid in, um, not Pasadena, but maybe San Marino, like, had that caused millions of dollars in damage. It was on the news locally in L.A. here. After it happened, and said, oh, some... And it really pissed me off the time because it was getting so much coverage here. And then hearing they were making a movie about it pissed me off even more because the reason it caused millions of dollars of damage is because it's this kid's parents' house who are millionaires in, like, this very nice area just south of Pasadena where every house is just mansions. So they went away and he had a big party that got really crazy and people drove cars into pools and the police had to come out with helicopters and it was just madness. And someone said, that's a great idea for a movie. <laughs> and I thought to myself... Did they have to pay that little son of a bitch anything? Like, <laughs> I really don't want people like that well, to maybe benefit more. Paid off his parents, uh, the repairs on the house. Right, sure. <laughs> like, a kid like that has consequences, and his parents really made him, took it out of his allowance. He probably didn't get to go to France this year. <laughs> exactly. And I don't hate rich people or people who have more money than me. I just like uh, what, what you call millennials, who are the young kids these days who feel a sense of entitlement, but no actual drive to do work towards what they want. Right. So that's what that story really smacked me of. And that doesn't have anything to do with this, <laughs> except for adapting movies from unusual places, and it somewhat soured me on the process. So now the uh, when you don't go and, and buy a ticket for Safety Not Guaranteed... You can, that kid is now responsible for it. Exactly. He, and he will feel the pinch of that. Not the darling little indie company that puts out such gems as this and little Mitch Sunshine. Just trying to do an honest day's work. I'm punishing them for it. But still, they should blame that damn kid. They should. They should uh, sue him for $8. Yeah. Uh, you finding a movie theater charges $8 these days? I assume you'd see it in a second round. Okay. Uh, well, that's it for this episode. Tune in next time for a full-length movie review. Save the dance. Yes, save the dance. We'll save the dance. We'll save the dance. Yes, save the dance.